In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Happy Epiphany to you and your family. Today is the first Sunday after the Epiphany, which is one of the oldest and most important feasts in the Church. The Book of Common Prayer classes Epiphany as one of the seven principal feasts, ranking it alongside Christmas and Easter and the Ascension and Pentecost and Trinity Sunday and All Saints Day. In the West, the central theme of the Epiphany has been the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles in the persons of the Magi, those mysterious wise men from the East that come to worship the newborn Jesus. But the feast is originally associated with the baptism of Christ, and this remains the principal focus in the Christian East, and it's what we celebrate this morning. I want us to think together about what is made manifest in the baptism of our Lord. The Anglican theologian Austin Ferrer said that the baptism of Christ has so many levels of meaning in it that without ever going outside it, we can run up as though by steps from heaven, from earth to heaven and down again. At the height of it, he says, is the bliss of the Trinity above all worlds, and in the midst is the sonship of Jesus to his heavenly Father. And at the foot of it, and here it touches us, is the baptism of any Christian. Let's look at these three levels of meaning in turn. First, the baptism of our Lord is a theophany, a manifestation of God. It makes manifest the bliss of the Trinity above all worlds. Christ's baptism reveals, as St. Augustine puts it, the Trinity which God is. We just heard in the Gospel how when Jesus was baptized of John and Jordan, straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Father speaks, the Son is baptized, the Spirit descends like a dove. In this we see the Trinity which God is, working inseparably. It is like in an old Byzantine icon, as if the doors of heaven are opened, in the baptism, and we see the living God displayed as he is. A prayer of the Orthodox Church expresses it well. When thou, O Lord, was baptized in the Jordan, the worship of the Trinity was made manifest. For the voice of the Father bore witness unto thee, calling thee the beloved Son, and the Spirit in the form of a dove confirmed his word as sure and steadfast. O Christ, our God, who hast appeared and enlightened the world, glory to thee. Second, the baptism of our Lord makes manifest the sonship of Jesus 
to his heavenly Father. At his baptism, the voice from heaven declares the eternal identity of Jesus, the Son. Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Father's voice reveals Jesus as the only begotten Son of God, who has taken our nature upon him. It manifests him as the incarnate Son of God, the Word made flesh and dwelling among us, so that we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. The baptism of Jesus reveals him to be, as we confess in the creeds and sing in the carol, God of God, light of light, very God, begotten, not created. O come, let us adore him. Third, the baptism of our Lord makes manifest the meaning of the baptism of any Christian. This is especially fitting for us to recall today, the day when we will have a baptism, when we will baptize Dagna Ingrid. What about the baptism of Jesus? What does it reveal about our baptisms? Here again, I found it helpful to turn to the prayers of the Orthodox Church. In one prayer, for the Feast of the Epiphany, Christ is praised because, in the words of the prayer, he who alone is clean and undefiled was cleansed in the Jordan, that we might be made clean, sanctifying us and the waters. This baptism shows that our baptism is about our cleansing, our being made holy by the power of Christ. Elsewhere, the priest prays to Christ, saying, Thou hast accepted to be baptized in the Jordan, that, having sanctified the nature of the waters, O sinless Lord, thou mightest lead us to a new birth through water and the Spirit, and restore us again to our original freedom. Baptism is about new life. And again, a hymn from St. John the Damascus says, O word all shining, sent forth from the Father, thou art come to dispel utterly the dark and evil nights and the sins of mortal men. And by thy baptism, to draw up with thee, O blessed Lord, bright suns from the streams of Jordan. The Lord Jesus, who alone needs no cleansing, was baptized for us that we might be made clean, that he might draw us up with him from the waters of baptism, uniting us to himself, giving us new life by the power of the Holy Spirit, making us bright sons and daughters from the streams of Jordan. And by thy baptism, to draw up with thee, O blessed Lord, bright sons and daughters from the streams of Jordan. In your baptism, you were baptized into Christ Jesus, immersed in him, plunged into his life, sharing in his death and his resurrection, so that you might walk in newness of life,
that you might, by the power of the Holy Spirit, share his life, enter into his joy. Being united to Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, all that he has is yours. All that he has is yours. What an indescribable gift. My dear brothers and sisters, Christ has been baptized for us. Therefore, let us rejoice in his epiphany, worshiping the Trinity which God is, placing our hope in him, the only begotten Son of God, and praying that with all the baptized, we being regenerate and made the children of God by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by his Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.